0: 30 teams, 30 pots, 30 days. Today we're talking about the bottom feeders, dare I say it, the Miami Marlins. Let's get into it. What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Jack, joined here by Lorenzo. We make up We Got Ice, and we're here to talk some Miami Marlins baseball. Really just a funky team. We're going to get real weird with it, real spicy. Uh, what do you eat for lunch?
1: Ooh, good, great question. Thank you. How you good doing, buddy? Good icebreaker. I had Peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a side of animal crackers that I dipped into vanilla yogurt. Yeah, I got weird with it. Now I'm ready to talk to Marlins.
0: So, fourth grade classroom special. Hell yeah, dude. I'm basically a
1: fourth grader trapped in a 20-year-old's body. That's kind of like my energy.
0: That's a good energy. That's a good spirit animal for you.
1: I can't wait for the day I can just record baseball podcasts for a living while drinking Sunny D and nobody can tell me otherwise. Mm.
0: Did you know Sunny D stands for Sunny Delight?
1: I did not. Sunny D's also, I'm going to come out with it, a hot take. It's not actually a good drink. Kind of sucks eggs.
0: It's like, it's the fast food of orange juice.
1: That is the be- most beautiful way to put it. <laughs> Sunny D, I don't want you to sponsor us. I'm kidding. You know, please sponsor Sponsors us. for sure, yeah. Please sponsor on. us. We're dying. <laughs> but yeah, the Marlins, man. They're. F- I'm feeling weird with this team. Oh, wait.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me get oh. a segue. Let me hit a segue. Oh. R- rerun. R- but yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about orange juice, but um, the orange state, it's... A, wait, what
1: is... Is Florida called the orange state? Ooh, let me, let me aggressively type while I... There's
0: oranges this. in Florida, though. S- Speaking of all these oranges, how about the Miami Marlins?
1: No. No, that wasn't a great... That was not a great transition. You've had better... I
0: thought... I thought... Oh, was it the Sunshine State? No, that's California.
1: The orange... Orange free state is South Africa, the government of republic okay. under Bri- British Spe- suzerainty. <laughs> Speaking of
0: the um, government of British suzerainty, the Miami oh, no, you're Marlins.
1: is right. called the orange state.
0: The orange state. There we go.
1: Damn. Transition. Go. Hit that. Hit Perfect. that. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk some
0: baseball before everyone leaves.
1: Everyone's already clicked <laughs> <hooked> that thing <theme laughs> that button. The amount of one-star ratings we're getting from that intro is nuts. <laughs> it
0: was good, though. We're, we're feeling okay. spicy. Feeling good. Feeling
1: cookie. What is
0: Miami know? Marlins. Um you're feeling tooky. I'm I'm <laughs> feeling tooky, too. Um where do we start with this team? Oh I, I mean, got a
1: lot to start with.
0: Bottom feeders that made the playoffs. They beat the Cubs in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, twenty twenty man, the year of the weird team. The year, a weird year in general and the Marlins just took off. They started out as the enemies of baseball. They began covid in baseball world they contracted it how many players did they have to use i couldn't even tell you they used an insane amount of players in 2020 they end up going 31 and 29 though second in the NL east which was supposed to be the best division in baseball but kind of was sloppy so they went mm-hmm. out and they just did the damn thing all season long you got guys like brian anderson just doing it sixo Sanchez making his mlb debut and then they just carried it all the way to playoffs where they beat the chicago cubs in a free game series Getting it all the way to the NLDS until they eventually lost to the Atlanta Braves. But they rallied around the bottom feeder mentality that the MLB Network so prominently called them. And then Mm -hmm. they kind of just did it. That shot of them smoking the cigars once they, with an after they beat the Cubs or once they locked up the playoffs.
0: When they beat the Cubs, catch flights, not feelings.
1: Catch flights, not feelings? I almost got that tattooed right above (laughs) my butt. I was so close to getting that. I I did actually. I know you did. I was like, damn, look at hot, Jack. But yeah. I saw that and I was like, damn. And now the 2021 Marlins, they're coming in. You kind of feel them gassed up. They're like, yo, we just had a season where we showed everybody wrong. Got a lot of young prospects in the game. Let's go out and do it again. So, yeah, let's talk about this lineup.
0: Yeah, so, well, let's talk about their off season first.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot. I got excited.
0: I don't really think they had a big off season, but also it's like you can't blame them because they made the playoffs on accident. They didn't have any of their players. I mean, I think there was three guys who were on the roster the whole for the entire 2020 season. It was just, they were just picking up dudes left and right from like spring training camp or the alternate site, which feels like it's like a slur word now. The amount of times I heard it last season, like the, the alternate. It's like the gulag.
1: Oh my God. You know how many <laughs> players got sent to the gulag last year for the Marlins? Yeah, a everyone. lot. They were just getting bodied.
0: Um, so their main pickups, everyone know these names. John Turtis from the Rays, the guy that looks kind of like, Really British, um, they oh. picked him up. They did sign Adam Duvall, so they took him away from the team that beat them, the Braves. Um, that's probably their biggest signing. Then they um, they lost Yamamoto. They got Dylan Floro from the Dodgers, but not, nothing really like game changing for this team. Which makes sense because they are. Oh, I can't. I can't drop the bottom feeders again, right?
1: No, dude, do not get clipped. I'm doing I'm it. Getting... I'm doing it. Don't don't do it, Chief. Okay. Well, a quick okay. question though. I didn't know they totally signed Adam Duvall. That wasn't a question, more of a statement.
0: Yeah, I just read that, and I was, I'm was i just going with it, but that flew under the radar. People are, I think, people are kind of down on him, even though he had, like, a crazy good last half of the season.
1: Yeah, that is kind of crazy. He just ended up with the Marlins. I thought Duvall was pretty yeah. gnarly with the Braves last year.
0: Well, it's also, imagine you're reading a headline. Yeah, that's true. Someone, someone signs with the Marlins. You, You, like, just instantly forget it.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I guess he what his twenty twenty wasn't as good as I thought. He popped sixteen home runs, which was elite, with two seventy seven, yeah. two thirty seven batting average, and eight thirty three ops. But yeah, Not I guess, bad. I guess, I guess
0: sixteen dingers is real good.
1: We want to hear an interesting, weird stat of the day. Let's hear it. Uh Adam Duvall led the league in sacrifice flies in twenty seventeen with eleven. Man's that's to nice. go take one for the team.
0: That yeah, I respect that. Never 24. bunt. But he'll Never accidentally bond. bunt, trying to hit a dinger. That's that's the um, the manly man's bunt,
1: Yeah, that is the manly man's bunt. Hey, I'll go down, but I'm going down swinging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Go down, down, hit did- it did- No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
0: we're swinging, not singing over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, but let's talk about this uh, this lineup now. I'm looking at this one through nine, and it's it's a weird one. So let me just give it to you. You got Corey Dickinson in the leadoff spot, Starling Matte batting two, Jesus Aguilar. Jesus Aguilar batting free with Adam Duvall then Brian Anderson, Miguel Rojas Izan Diaz and then Jorge Alfaro rounding out mm. the catcher spot in the 8 hole just another interesting fact for you, this lineup only has one player who was drafted by the Miami Marlins and that is none other than Brian Anderson who just did the damn thing in 2020 255 batting average with a 465 slugging percentage and 11 dingers I look at this lineup and I don't know how to feel because it's older than you would expect from a young team. You got yeah. th- four, five players over the age of 30 years old.
0: Yeah, these these players aren't really a part of the future. A few of them are. But I think the best thing for the Marlins to come out of the 2020 magical season, we know these names. I know every single name on, I mean, Jorge Alfaro, Not a, don't really know who he is. But I don't everyone else, jersey. it's like, yeah, we're, we're not huge fans of him. Um, but we know we know all those names, which is crazy because a year ago, no idea, maybe one or two names.
1: Yeah, last year we trying to keep track of the Marlins roster. Last year was one of the most insane things of all time. They had 17 <laughs> players make their major league debuts in 2020. 17 goddamn players made their the major scorecard
0: was like Sudoku.
1: Oh my gosh, the old men in the stands trying to keep track of scorecard was losing it. They were yeah. like, "Who's number 84? Like, what is that guy? Is that a tight end?"
0: They don't care, though. They like they prefer to be angry. A yeah, state of anger is just their desired state. Not
1: in Florida, though. Everyone's just, like, happy. They they go there to die.
0: Yeah, they're almost <laughs> dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they all just play Stoku every day. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so a lot of players made a debut, but I agree. I know some of these names. Like, I actually became a huge fan of Miguel Rojas in 2020. 304 batting average, 496 um, slugging with a 392 OP on base percentage. That's pretty good.
0: I think, you know, I'm obsessed with those players that people are going to be like, wait, they're on that team? We should definitely do a clip about that. Um, Sterling Marte is on the Marlins still.
1: He is. He picked up his option, actually. So he's staying with the Marlins, and he was good for them. He was kind of like a big deal when they got him last year from the Diamondbacks.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, rip to our Diamondbacks. Hate to see that. Cole Cajun's left alone in that outfield. But, yeah, Marte coming over, kind of doing his, he's an impact player. It's interesting on this team we'll see how that pans out but this top five diggerson Marte, aguilar duval anderson it's like that's i mean that's nothing to sneeze at they are in the nl east but for for a bad team this this lineup is not that bad
1: i agree and you still got guys on the horizon like jazz chisholm who are probably gonna come up and have an impact this year and who already made his mld big debut wow can I learn how to talk <laughs> and you still got young pitchers who we're going to get to next in the rotation but it's not like this team is full of hey we're just old men trying to do it I think the Marlins has a lot of hope this season you had 10 of the Marlins top 13 prospects make the MRB debuts last year now a lot of them got rushed like you said the alternate site or the gulag wasn't really working so they was just trying to get some some real playing time but there's still guys who are going to come and do the dang thing for the team this year so it's going to be a mixture of bodies. So, this starting nine is definitely not something to stick by right now. Yeah.
0: And talking about the prospects, we, we, you know, we love our prospect talk. They have six in the top five, five in the top 100. So, good. Good odds. That's excellent. And a lot of them, as you said, they kind of did make their debuts, but just because it was a weird season, these guys are all going to come up and make an impact. They're all expected. Their ETA is 2021. So, you're going to see these faces. So, the Marlins are going to be even more fun.
1: I agree. I'm going to pull up. Uh, I've had a list down of their top prospects. i got to just pull it up because I noted a couple guys. But, yeah, Jack, while I'm doing that, you want to tell me who's spinning it for these Marlins?
0: Their rotation is honestly just as interesting. You go Sandy Alcantara, who has kind of been an established ace for this bottom feeder team. Oh, I said it. I shouldn't have said it. No! <laughs> then you go Pablo Lopez, Elisa Hernandez, Sixto Sanchez, and then Trevor Rogers. So they're young very young team very young rotation prop definitely the youngest right you know 25 25 25 22 23 i would, no one's I, than would that.
1: I would take a strong guess that that's the youngest rotation going um yeah. i really like sandy alcantara i hope he can kind of turn it around after kind of, it wasn't a bad 2020 but a young 2020 so i can i could definitely see him taking a step forward fixo sanchez is one of the most highly touted prospects in baseball he's just pedro martinez the reincarnation mm-hmm. um Pablo Lopez as well, man. He was, like, damn good in 2020. I really like his stuff. And there's some more help on the way with the Marlins. Like, again, this system, dude, is just absolutely loaded with prospects. It's insane. You got Max Mayer, who's expected to come up this year and have an impact. He's already kind of been around. Um, Not Max Mayer. I said the wrong name. He just got drafted this year. My fault. I meant Edward Cabrera. He's expected to come around and have a good year for them this year. Yeah, it's a weird Interesting mashup of names there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of odd, especially because who really knows what you're thinking when you name a baseball player Edward? Because I imagine if you have a kid, you're like, well, this guy's going to be a baseball player.
0: Yeah, I think you name your baby. You don't name your baseball Base- player. You name
1: your baseball player. <laughs> yeah. I name my baseball That's player. what I'm doing. But yeah, he's someone who hopefully can get some turnaround for this rotation. But even just the guys at the major league level, I think they already have incredible like upside in this rotation. And he's young, which is different than their lineup.
0: Yeah, it's it's an interesting. The lineup has a young feel, but it, it really isn't too. I mean, it's not old, but it's not that young. The rotation, I think, is going to be the strength of this team once they do come to be really competitive. I think this is going to be a Nats type team where it's you dot horses in the front, not like well Nassau says right. in the back, and then the lineup is going to be kind of that. Um, I mean, not to predict what the twenty twenty five Marlins are going to look like, but I would assume the rotation is going to be that thing you're scared of.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then you got still got some guys coming up on offense, like I mentioned earlier, like J.J. Bleday, who's also projected to come up and kind of have an impact this year, if he can get some time When the Marlins, if the Marlins don't play up to expectations that their fans might have for them. And then you got a pen, so you got that solid rotation, like we mentioned, all these guys just hopefully spinning it, four right-handers, a lot of righties in that rotation. And then you mm-hmm. move down to their bullpen, and they got Anthony Bassley as their closer right now. Yami Garcia, Dylan Florio, and Richard Biebla. and then, like you mentioned, the <laughs> aforementioned John <laughs> Curtis. Not, none of those were even close. <laughs> not even close. I blew them all. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, it they had they replaced some names. They got a few names, but this pen really isn't Very too strong. Yeah, bad pen. Coolest part though is Anthony Bass. Uh, he's on the Marlins, so double fish in the pen. Oh, that's
1: fun. They're fishing. It's fun stuff. So now I've taken a look at this roster and I've gone through an emotional rollercoaster. I really, really want to like this team. I do. I'm in on liking this team, but I don't think the Marlins like this team.
0: I agree. I think this isn't, we have to take this team for what it is. Their 60 games was a special couple months in the season. And then they could they could have lost eighty out of the, last, the next hundred, like I don't, and that's probably what they want to do. I think you saw some fun, uh, which made that those young prospects actually come up and start their careers early, which is fun for the league. J- Jeter's probably like a little pissed, but I think this team in the NL East, you can't put them above any of the teams. Yeah, they're going to be a can't. bad team.
1: That yeah. par- partially because if they were in the NL Central, you could talk me into them. Yeah. Being a middling team, but in the NO East where all the other teams are loaded for now, this team and I don't think, if you're a Marlins fan, do you even care if you win this year, and you shouldn't really care. You should just really be focused on your young talent, like that young rotation. Let's see if they can spin it. Can some of these old guys get hot and give you some interesting games? But your upside for this team, I don't think, is very high.
0: It's not, yeah, and I don't, I don't think you want it to be. Um, the and it's tough because. You could talk me in, to this team having another special run like they prove the doubters wrong again. In any other division, You're, There's there's is four competitors in this division. You, one team has to get beat up on. Like, can yeah. this team can this team even have an okay season?
1: I don't know. It's gonna be weird because the worst team in the NL East could potentially be like the third best team in the NL Central realistically like the marlins yeah, might I, finish with a terrible record but not be a terrible ball club just because they kind of just got beat up on but they also might w- just sell pieces
0: i don't even know the map yeah th- that's true I, I don't think they'll sell i don't think they're in like a selling state but they're just not some guys a you can see
1: might get moved out like there's a few guys like if uh starling yeah. Marte is having a ball around season he's probably going to get shipped out if Corey dickinson's doing the damn thing in the leadoff spot he's probably going to get shipped out
0: I'm not sure because I mean those are their the core of this lineup and they they do want to be good but that's a conversation for another day. I think this team. I don't know how the math works out, but can there be five? Like, there's no way they can be over 500. Can they even be close to that? Like, I don't know how that no, adds up. No,
1: I don't. I don't think in my mind they would be. But also, I feel like the Mar. If you're a Marlins fan, yeah, we're talking kind of bad about you right now. But there are some good people who are taking control of your team. Like. We've been in this for – we've been talking about this podcast for 15 minutes, and I'm kind of upset that we haven't mentioned their new GM. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Kim – how do I pronounce the last name? Is it just And I don't want to mispronounce it, but I'm probably um, mispronouncing what it. What is it spelled? I N- forget G- her name. Is it NG? I'm going to call her Kim. Hey, Kim. What's up? We're on a first-name basis. Yeah, so shout-out to her. The first uh, female general manager or like front office baseball person, really – to be in charge. So shout out, little golf clap, you know, for baseball doing the right thing for once.
0: I think it's ing.
1: Ing Is it ing? I think. I was just going to call her Kim because I don't want to She suspect. doesn't care. She's, she doesn't she's care the
0: CEO of the Marlins.
1: Yeah, so hell yeah. Like, shout out to her, obviously, for finally, like, or for baseball, just smarting up a little bit. Give the best person the job. So mm-hmm. the general manager of the Marlins, she's got a damn plan. You better bet. 30 years of experience in the game. And then Don Mattingly won uh, manager of the year, right? Unless I'm stupid. I think so. Yeah, I'm going to confirm that. I'm positive. You got Donnie
0: Baseball down there.
1: He's doing it as well. So you look at this team and you're like, they're in good hands. Their player development isn't bad. Um, Even though you might doubt it, like I said last year, my famous quote, there is a farm system for the rest of baseball. (laughs) And at the time, I meant that as a jab at the Marlins. But now I give it as a compliment. Because they are just that good at developing talent that everybody else in baseball wants it. Because they know how to develop the damn talent.
0: It seems like they're turning the page and they're maybe trying to keep their talent. And they have a lot of talent at the same time. So they don't have to trade away Stanton, Yelich, Ozuna, dare I say more.
1: JT Remuto. um, Mm -hmm. Just all these names that we could name on forever. But that's a good thing that they're able to develop this type of talent. So if they can just kind of get it all going at the same time with maybe an ownership in a front office that's had a little bit better control of how to run a baseball team and less business and more baseball oriented, they can kind of work it together. Because there's no reason that Marlins team, like we mentioned, should have been as bad as it was. So now we look at this team and we can hope that there's a future and maybe a little bit of exciting. If you're a Marlins fan, even if you're bad, they're still a fun team to watch.
0: Yeah, and I think they just have that, the whole new culture. I'm really high on building the winning culture in these bad teams, and I think the Marlins are ahead of of everyone in, the, in that category.
1: Out of all the bad teams we've talked about buying stock in, I think the Marlins stock is probably the hardest to buy because so many people have already bought it.
0: Yeah, m- maybe now's a good opportunity because people maybe. are kind of coming down to earth and saying, you know, they had a magical season, but they're in the NL East. It, you know, it's, it's tough. They always sell their talent. This might be a time to really to get into the ground floor. Join our Pyramids team now. The
1: the time to go all in like stockbroker day trader mode on the mm-hmm. Marlins is mid-season when they've like they're they're sucking and everyone's like, yeah, "Oh, that was a fluke. True. And nobody sees that this team still has Mid- all the young talent and are going to be damn good.
0: All-star break, sell all your Met stock, invest in Marlins.
1: All Marlins stock. I'm just I'm at the front office of what Whoever the stock house, and I'm just slamming on the door. <laughs> yeah. Give me all of it, man. I want them. Give me all the Marlins stock. I, I have a lot of hope for this team. It's always so – it sucks that, like, people are probably going to be like, well, how many times have people told us the Marlins have good prospects? But true. this feels different. It does. It feels a little different. It feels
0: di- – they're not going to break our hearts again.
1: They're not going to – they can't do it again, right? Just a couple little interesting facts. Uh, I do want to talk about 6 of Sanchez, but first, there's only three players on this entire – Marlins roster that were drafted by the Miami Marlins.
0: Yeah, that that I was blown away by that, but I've debunked it. It's because they're all prospects from other teams. From that Stanton, Yelich, Ozuna, JT Ramuto, all those trades, they brought in so many prospects at like really young ages that were highly touted, but they were not drafted by the Marlins. But it's still like that. It shows that they're building a young. They replenished their talent. They did.
1: And that brings me to my next guy who I want to talk about. By the way, great debunking that because I was pulling away at Thank first. you. Um, is Sixto Sanchez, who came over in the JT Romito trade, and I would have made that trade if I were in the Marlins 10 times out of 10. Not No disrespect to Romito. I think Sixto Sanchez could be the next guy on the mound.
0: He has the body for it. Might be a little thick, but he reminds me of an ox. It's kind of hard does. to say, but could that be his nickname? The Ox? No. I think it could be. The Bullish Cow. Oh. I don't
1: know. <laughs> Hey, a little bit the calf, <laughs> the calf. <laughs> i love six sanchez the attitude the 100 miles per hour is a swagger i think this guy is an absolute stud and he's gonna be a stud free sub three and a half era his first year in the league he is so filthy if you actually look at the the marlins rotation in 2020 sandy Alcontrera free era pablo lopez 3.61 uh Alasar Hernandez, I say Um Sure. Sure. 3.16. Sixo Sanchez, 3.46. Am I ever going to proofread these names before we go live or is it just a bit now?
0: Well, I think the thing is we do.
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I just can't read.
0: <laughs> But it's it's all, it's, a, it's the best of both worlds, you know? It's a bit Who now. Who wants like to I hear gotta... people? You can go anywhere and hear people know what they're talking about. What do you want? It's what overrated. facts on this podcast? What yeah, do you expect never. us to be?
1: You think we do research? <laughs>
0: Here. Now, we're going to drop into the—I don't know. I might be jumping the gun here, but it's a seamless transition. The one thing we do do our research about, and we speak only facts, is how the team's looking.
1: I would say that I am very confident to say we are the number one Jersey baseball podcast in the world.
0: The Miami Marlins, I think, have the most interesting discussion about uniforms.
1: I agree. It's 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 the most hot topic discussion.
0: Because I think people, I haven't met someone who loves them, but there's people who think they're the best. I think Jared Crabbs, he has them as his number one uniform in the
1: league. I want Jared Crabbs? I love you, buddy, but you're wrong.
0: I think so too, but what? I, I just throw something out here because I it, I'm stuck.
1: I am going with a two point four one. I okay. say, but my I would say that based on look, but I do have to consider. This, I'm not going to add this to my ranking because the ranking's just the look of it. I do mm-hmm. think that in a couple years we're going to look back and say, "Oh, the Marlins started something."
0: I agree. I think they um, they're starting something. Didn't don't think it really panned out the first shot, but I think they're going to try again and hit gold. It looks a little incomplete. I think the most complete one is the all white with that black, blue, and pink kind of like it's, Miami Vice. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. I don't think that was a miss. I mean, I think that was a miss, but it's not It's not the worst. They they have somewhat of an identity. It's hard to build an identity for the Marlins for a new one, new identity. Because, I mean, they changed to Miami. They're, they're trying their thing, but I'm putting them at a three, just an even three, which is really high, I think, um, because they have a plan, and I know what their plan's going to be. The next couple years, they wear these, and then 2025, 2026... They're like World Series contenders like heavily. Like they're doing it. Maybe even oh. a little earlier. And then, you know what they do? They bring back the throwback Marlins and they win their first their World Series in the same throwback uniforms that they won their first two in historic fashion.
1: Clip just right now. The Cleveland, whatever they are, when they rebrand, is gonna mm-hmm. copy the style that the Marlins is doing. They're gonna be the first team yeah. to try to also enter the Marlins were the the Marlins were the pioneers, but you wanna know who came after the Pioneers? So the Pioneers came over Love and this. they died. They got, they all got marked. Everybody yes. just threw a 100-mile-per-hour fastball at their head. And then mm-hmm. the Buccaneers came and they settled the land. They were the second wave who okay. lived. So, no,
0: I mean, not historically accurate at all, but gone. Not at all.
1: But <laughs> So the Marlins are the Pioneers. And then whatever the second team is going to come over, and they're going to do this new age jersey, and we're all going to say, yo, they did it right, without realizing that the Marlins were the first ones to
0: yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. The, the Marlins— Looked ugly, so the Cleveland whatever they are can look Could good. Could look beautiful. By the way, mm-hmm.
1: I'm pro- I'm fourteen percent sure I was historically accurate right there.
0: Uh, yeah, Buccane- throwing the Buccaneers out there was interesting. A because it's a football team. No, B, I, think, uh, no I think. I I don't think they were ever a thing.
1: Accurate. What, what pi- well,
0: the there was Buccaneers. Pirates. The pi- the Pirates came and were, I were think chilling. You can
1: call them Buccaneers. That's a good term for pirates. I think well, No, fine.
0: a Buccaneer is like, like. Like a pirate pirate, like hook and parrot and like this, the high seas.
1: Did you just make a Captain Hook reference on air? Or is that just, he was just saying like a pirate hook?
0: No, a pirate hook. There was crocodiles with clocks inside of them, but that's just a given.
1: I don't know what this podcast has turned into. But Jack, how are the Marlins going to play in 2021?
0: I'd love to say the Marlins are going to be good and not be the bottom feeders again. and Just kind of make that catch flights, not feelings, okay. tour happen again but they can't they're going to be 70 and 92 it's just a bad division bad place bad time just bad all around for this the bad situation
1: it's a good division just bad division if you're the marlins and i agree you know i can't be over here telling you how good the mets are and how good the phillies are going to be in the nats and then come out here and say that marlin's going to win 90 games they're going to be 69 and 93 a lot of upside though there's promise
0: there is promise we've
1: been positive the last couple pods good on us
0: yeah, I think listening over these thirty days, you'll be able to tell what like when Lorenzo had a bad day at work, or oh, yeah. when like I slept late, on how we did. We're like, I hate
1: the man. <laughs> yeah, emotional roller coaster. But guess yeah. what? We're back tomorrow with another podcast as we head down to Cincinnati to talk about the Reds and their weird offseason. So, how, what do you think of the Marlins? Do you agree with our takes? What is your record prediction? Let us know on social media at We Got Eyes Facebook on Instagram and TikTok. Tweet us your questions at We Got Eyes BB on Twitter. Leave a rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Comment Jack Smiles, and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Take it easy and stay chilly.